Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. I'm Isla Garcia, Master's Degree of Nutrition Science and Registered Dietitian, and I'm going to make weight loss realistic, sustainable, and uncomplicated for your busy lifestyle. On this podcast, me and my team of registered dietitians will decipher the latest nutrition research, dissect fad diets, and discuss social media trends for you so you can feel confident knowing what to eat to achieve your health goals. Research suggests that most weight loss programs aren't successful, but my experience has taught me that this is not because the participants aren't committed. It's because those diets are designed by non-nutrition professionals and center around severe restrictions. We are here to provide the facts about the science of weight loss so you can have the success you want and continue living your best life. Hello, it's Isla. I know my own name, uh, founder, CEO, and host of the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. And today we're going to dive into fall things. So uh, not really related to confidence, but like everything, I guess, is kind of related to confidence because if you feel more confident about losing weight this fall, you're definitely going to do better come January. I feel like fall is a time of the year when I know we typically don't see as many people um, sign up, but we get a lot of interest in our tips. I think it's like you might be interested in trying to mitigate any weight gain, but you're thinking that it's just, it's going to be too much effort. You want to enjoy your fall foods, but you can still enjoy your fall foods. I mean, people who sign up during the fall end up losing weight anyway, and are still able to enjoy foods and honestly feel better because you're not like overly stuffed. We talk about fun fall fruits and vegetables. We are today talking about how you can add in these like not healthy cookies to lose weight. So you can still work in foods that you like to eat. Um, And Hannah and I are going to talk about that today. We're going to cover what foods that we recommend from Trader Joe's that are fun this fall to incorporate or how to balance some foods that are just straight up not healthy at Trader Joe's to lose weight this fall. And then also talk about, I think I brought up like five different questions or struggles that come up during the fall for weight loss that I'm getting from clients right now. So we're answering those for you. For our little millennial living update, I did just upload our interns 101 module video. So we always include a just like straight up teaching video about our topic. So we're talking about how to increase confidence in the video. Um, And we've kind of covered that, of course, in different in the PDFs as well. So make sure to take part in our confidence challenge. If you want to get a $25 gift card so far, it's only one person that has entered once. So if you enter all three times, you are probably hundred percent going to win that gift card. Um, but also just overall, if you're worried about your confidence or wanted to increase, want to feel better now, it's better to go ahead and work on that before starting to lose weight versus after. So I would encourage you to check that out, but let's just dive into how you can lose weight this fall. Well, Hey Hannah, happy fall. How are you? Hey, how are you? It's been a while. I know. It's like randomly, uh, like I went to Arizona and then came back and it's like 20 degrees cooler here in Texas, which is crazy. Uh, already kind of need sweaters. How is the weather in North Carolina? It's hot. I just came back from <sighs> Canada where it was like 40 and I was in the mood for chili. And now I'm like back in North Carolina and it's like 95. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. You have a tank top on. <laughs> it's just so hot. <laughs> Dang. I know. I was like thinking to go ahead and like bring out my sweaters and decorate for fall. But I was like, I don't know. I feel like it's like a weird year, time of year where it's like, it's going to probably be like every other week until it hits winter. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. It's like that fake fall. <laughs> Yeah, which I also was surprised when I moved to Texas that it does snow here or did. Did it ever snow when you lived in Austin or no? Not really, no. Yeah. I feel like it's been a more like recent thing. Like there would be occasional like a couple of flakes, but like there's been like some crazy snow like the past like few years and ice storms and I don't ever recall experiencing any of that. 
That's too funny. <laughs> um, all right. Well, today I wanted to kind of dive into all things kind of like fall. I don't know about you, but some of my clients have already been kind of worried about things. Um, so I wanted to get on top of it, but go ahead and tell us, are you like into any new foods or wellness habits? We haven't talked to you in so long. Kind of fill us in. I guess a wellness habit that changed. I recently joined a yoga studio like by my house. I have kind of always had like a love-hate relationship with yoga, but I feel like recently, like my body just like needs that like stretching for like mobility and just feeling better. Um, so that's been my new thing. I've been doing some of the hot flow classes and it's, it's an okay workout. I definitely am still doing my strength training, but it's mostly just like a really good stretch that keeps me feeling well. That is awesome. How do you get that in though? Cause I mean, you are incredibly busy and I feel like that would be useful to know how you like. I, <laughs> I do it on my lunch breaks a lot. So oh, okay. they have a lot of yoga studios when I was looking around have like noon classes. So I'll do it on my lunch break. I also found a studio that doesn't penalize you for late cancellations. So when I have a meeting that pops up, I'm able to cancel it without getting penalized for it or charged. Um, And then I do some of their seven o'clock classes, like seven o'clock PM classes. I like to like, I think it's a good way to like wind down from the day, Mm -hmm. but it definitely takes finagling. Well, good, good. Yeah, those like late fees. I hate them. I joined a gym recently and then had to cancel it because it was like a reformer's gym. Which at first I was like, oh, it'll be great because they like make you cancel it like 36 hours ahead of time. But I was like constantly doing that. And now I I, I ended up feeling like I'm like this. I just feel like it's so impractical. I feel like you should be able to like cancel things because like I'm working on like through therapy, like being able to like cancel things for like my mental health. We don't have to stick to every single commitment that we make. And I was like, that is totally like reverting me. So I can see how it helps some people, but I don't know. I don't know if it's the best thing ever. 36 hours is a really large window. Yeah. I guess my studio technically has a window, but it's only two hours. So if I like, so a noon class and I wake up and log into work at nine and a meeting pops up, like it's fine. Yeah. I think I scheduled three classes this week and ended up canceling two of them already. And I'm hoping to make it to tomorrow's, but sometimes it just looks like that. <laughs> uh, any new foods that are habits I'm into recently? I feel like the first thing that comes to mind for me is pickleball, but I think we already talked about that before. So I think the other thing I'll talk <laughs> I about videos with you and your husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like our one thing that we really love together. And I've even now like taken lessons because we did this like two and a half hour long tournament and we showed up and they were like, um, like we were the youngest, I feel like by like 15 years. And then <laughs> I think it's a generally like really old person thing. Like, I don't know. I mean, most people there have like white hair and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like so going to win. Or they were like, didn't look like the most in shape. And so we show up and I was nervous. I was like, we're totally going to beat everybody. And, uh, I lost every single game for two and a half hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> could, like barely walk I was like what in the world I think really pickleball, after pickleball though yeah and I'm learning through taking lessons that it's not really a sport I mean you do have to be active and you have to be a little agile but it's mostly a sport of like really good hitting like as long as you stand there because the angle's less because it's not as big of a tennis court so if you know how to like hit it the right way and so these older people they don't really run a lot they're just like like kind of like ping pong <laughs> so. and the rackets are smaller than tennis too right which yeah. I feel like give you more control of the ball. Yep. Yep. And I just learned that you're supposed to kind of play like at the beginning of the court, which cuts off the angle further. So like, you're not having to like run around, but my new habit that I was going to say, as I've gotten into eating more meat recently, I feel like I always go through like half of the year of eating meat and then half of the year of not. 
And I've just really been enjoying ground meats. And so the reason I bring that up, up is because I feel like people don't think about it a lot. Like I make a lot of like chicken lettuce wraps with like ground chicken or like meatballs. And I feel like some people get burnt out with like um, just like straight up pork tenderloin, like pieces of tilapia, stuff like that. So I think it's good just to think about, we can also do like ground meats. What is your favorite like meat? Are you a meat person right now or not? Mm, I'm like, I like have aversions to chicken off and on. Um, I do like the lettuce wraps with like ground turkey. Mm-hmm. And then now that it's almost crock pot season, like uh-huh. I'll make like turkey chili in the crock pot. And I like everybody. I mean, I love a good burger. So whether it's mm-hmm. like a turkey burger or a beef burger, like I think that's a good use of ground meat. Um, all right. Well, let's hop into helping people out with the fall. I am not a super big Trader Joe's girly, but I know there are a lot of fans out there and they roll deep. Like they are just really into yeah. all things Trader Joe. And I actually live within walking distance of Trader Joe. So I go a lot. Um, I just that's not my like get everything in the grocery store thing. It's more like my like Friday night, let's get some treats type of thing. So I wanted to start out with our your top three uh recommended food items. And I think you're working on a blog post for this too. So it's a little bit yeah. of an advertisement for that. Yeah. But what were your top three items that you found? So this was hard. I am a Trader Joe's girly and I oh. Grocery shopping, I think last Saturday, and that was the first time I've seen all the things pumpkin, like all the things fall out. So I loaded up on literally anything I could find. Um, but I found I picked three. So the first is the um pumpkin pumpkin spice coffee. I like this because I just I feel like the like Starbucks pumpkin coffees have so much like added sugars and like high calorie. And I like this because I can like feel the fall vibes and it's, it, it's the coffee that's flavored. So there's no like added sugars or anything. And sometimes I'll put like whipped cream and like a sprinkle of pumpkin, pumpkin pie spice on it. And I don't know, it feels oh fun. Special drink. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I am um, Nespresso. I have, do you have an espresso maker? Or you, it looks like you just do like drip. Yeah, I have just drip and I'll do like French presses with it, which is pretty good. Yeah, um, those are good. I have an espresso and they have now like the coffee pods. And so I do the same thing where it's like, it is like the pumpkin spice lattes are so high in calorie, but the pods are out that are like flavored. Like, I don't know how they flavor them, but it's like pumpkin. Yeah. It's like no just idea. a little hint. Yeah. <laughs> and it's what so is your... good too. It has like the pumpkin-y fall aroma, which I think is what we all really like. Ooh. Um, the second is, there's like condensation. I just pulled it out of the fridge. It's the pumpkin cream cheese. I was looking for something like that and I couldn't find it. It is so good. I mean, there's like probably no nutritional value, which is fine. Like foods can just be fun, but Mm -hmm. it's just delicious. And I like putting it on um, like a whole wheat English muffin and eating it with breakfast. It's so good. You should definitely find it. It's probably my favorite. They have it every year. Oh, okay. But I feel like it's one of those things where it's like that in and of itself might not be healthy, but it sounds like you can like pair it with a healthier item as opposed to just like a pumpkin roll. Yeah. And you can still do like the whole my plate thing with it. Just I typically yeah. put like, olive oil and jam on my English muffins. So I just swap that out for cream cheese bread and Ooh. still pair it in my produce. Love it. What is your and third one? My last one is more savory. And I made this meal two days ago. So it's already opened. It's the autumn, autumn harvest creamy pasta sauce. Okay. It is a pumpkin and butternut squash pasta sauce. I love it. The only thing I make with this, I do the same thing every single time. A friend told me about it a couple years ago. Um, it's just Trader Joe's chicken sausage. 
a bunch of like peppers just chopped up and I make like a skillet with it. And then I put the sauce on it and then put it over rice. And it sounds so simple and random and it is, and it takes 15 minutes to make. So like in the fall, it is like a part of my like quick meal rotation just because Ooh. it's so good. And Okay. Wait, I'm trying to make simpler meals. So repeat back. You said it's like ground okay, chicken, so ground turkey. The Trader Joe's girlies, I buy yeah. three packs of bell peppers like okay. in the fruit section. And then they have a chicken apple sausage. And so, and it's like the link. So I chop that up. I chop the bell pepper up. I saute it in the pan until like the sausage is browned. And then I just put the, like I pour some of the sauce over on top of it. I don't know, maybe like a third of the jar. And then I stir it around and then I put it over rice. And it literally takes like, I'm probably not even 15 minutes. It's so good. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. That sounds good. I'm gonna have to add that into my like list. Yeah. Yeah. And my Uh, kid likes it. That's always a plus. (laughs) Oh, good, good, good. Do you feel like you're tired of trying every new diet out there whenever you're ready to lose weight, but you never really find long-term success because it's either too restrictive or just not conducive to your lifestyle? Well, then let me tell you about our three-month lifestyle reset program. This is an individualized weight loss approach where you'll be going through our proven six-step method and you'll be led by a registered dietitian. By becoming a client of the program, you'll be able to learn how to control your weight, increase your energy and confidence, and also improve your overall well-being. Not to be dramatic, but a lot of clients tell us that they actually change their lives by going through the program and finally find a sustainable weight loss solution when they actually haven't found that with any other program. If you are interested in becoming a client, sign up for a discovery call on our website, themillennialnutritionist.com with me, Isla Garcia, and I'll help match you with one of our registered dietitian coaches based off of your challenges and their nutrition expertise. If you're ready to find a sustainable weight loss solution in a non-judgmental and encouraging environment, I hope you'll connect with us soon. I came up with three too. Um, I like didn't mean to the other day. I was like in a mood and went over Trader Joe's and got a lot of things. And so I found a couple of pumpkin things. I feel like yours are probably healthier than mine, but I wanted to highlight that they like <laughs> you could still like there were a lot of things that I didn't get. Um, but these are things that I think more just like portion size it down. So um this first one I actually ate this morning and I put it on Instagram is the are these um let me actually like now I didn't see those. I even went through the cereal aisle. Oh, yeah. They must have different things. Um, Yeah. So I was looking for cereals. Like they have to have like pumpkin cereal. And it's just like a little bit of pumpkin flavoring. And it tastes like a little cinnamony. So this morning I had it with like almond milk and banana. And it's a whole grain. I mean, I didn't realize it was gluten-free. And I normally get worried that it doesn't have like enough whole grains or fiber. But it's made out of brown rice and oats. Okay. I'll have to try to, maybe I'll go to a different Trader Joe's because they do love Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is, I think a good way, like if you're wanting to lose weight, I think this is my healthiest item. Um, it's, you know, really comparable to a cereal. You would just need to add some sort of protein. So I added like boiled egg whites. You could also do like probably a protein shake. Um, and I added a fruit in the form of banana. My next one, I'll do the next healthiest, uh, like downgrade is, are these, oops. And you said you had these. I have this in my pantry currently. I I'm gonna try to put them in a donut pan though, and make Ooh. like I don't know if it'll work, but yeah, it looks good. 
Yeah. Cause they had these in the same, but like all that was gone must be like the best thing ever. Cause I need to go try to find it. It's like, it was like a, was it a muffin mix? Have you seen that before? Uh, it looked like a pumpkin muffin mix. I can't remember if I saw that. I may have seen it and I didn't like get it. Cause I already had that pancake waffle mix, but I I'm sure they have a muffin mix. Yeah. So these, like, uh, I don't think pancakes in and of themselves are like that. I have them. I have pancakes all the time. They're not like, you could totally make a high protein. Um, you could always like portion it down. You know, part of my plate is carbs. So this is something I think you just maybe don't overdo it, make it more balanced where you could add like some more protein with it or something like that. It's not, it doesn't have to be like super high calorie and it def- and it like, doesn't have like, you know, it's not like super sweet because you're making it homemade, but I think it's another way just to like have a little bit of flavor of pumpkin without yeah. it. I know the Kodiak pancake mix has like an option to make it with water or it'll tell you how Mm -hmm. to make it like with whole milk or with like eggs for added protein. So I bet you could figure out a way to like make that one with eggs too. That's a good point. That's why I was wondering if I just like, instead of doing boiled egg whites, if I just dumped them in there, what would happen? I was trying to think of like my food science brain. I don't know what that does to it. I don't know. Put two in there. Look at the consistency Then maybe like add some milk or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My last thing is not like super healthy, but I wanted to get a dessert. So I got this. It was a mix. Um, pumpkin chocolate chunk cookie mix. Ooh, I know. Your sugar juice really? is obviously better than mine. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I well, I didn't see the cream cheese. The reason I think this could, I wanted to maybe introduce this is because we don't have to completely avoid everything. I think like one cookie is 140 calories. I have no idea what size that is, but I don't think it's all the way bad. It is oatmeal. So maybe a little bit healthier. It's like kind of a whole grain compared to just like white flour. Um, but you can still like enjoy things if all else, I think just decreasing the portion size can be fine. You could totally have like one of these a day probably and still be within your calorie range. I also thought about just saving this since it is not made. I was going to get the pumpkin. Ours had the crinkles. You know what I'm talking about? Those like it's like a pastry with like pumpkin, like paste. Like, and like brutal or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. did see that. I, I refrained from buying it. I was like, I do not need this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to buy that, but it's like, because it's pre-made, I'm probably going to end up just eating a lot of it where this is like, I haven't eaten it yet because I have to make it. So I thought I could even just save it for like, if there's some sort of like event, I could make it and then enjoy mm-hmm. it and not have to eat it all. So those are my Now I feel lines. like I go to the other Trader Joe's and like see what I can find. <laughs> oh, like yeah. I want that cream cheese because I was looking for something like that. But I also saw like I had it. I was going to bring it, but I just didn't. I left it here in my office and didn't want to refrigerate it. Is like they did have like a pumpkin overnight oats and a pumpkin. Okay. You saw that too. I actually bought that. I bought two of them. I haven't tried them yet though. They're in my refrigerator. They look pretty good though. And I think we also had pumpkin yogurt. I don't know how Mm -hmm. I feel about that, but yeah. Haven't tried it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But those were like healthier items. But I wanted to just dive into just generic fall tips because I think this is like the hardest time of the year for people. And I asked one of my clients and it got me thinking recently, I finished with her and I was like, you know, what are you worried about for the fall? And she just said it's like typically during the fall where she starts good, but then it's like one big thing happens and then she eats a lot, steps on the scale. She's up like three pounds, I mean, probably from fluid retention and then just ends up giving up the whole rest of the year and then starts in January. So we just want to get people on top of it a little bit more. So I have some questions, just a couple. First one is like, how can people still work in their favorite fall flavors without gaining weight this fall? Do you think? If you have like produce and protein at the forefront of your mind, it 
should be a lot easier than it sounds, right? Like, for example, like the cookies that we were talking about or the, um, the donuts or like whatever it is, all those like fall baked goods that are big right now. Really nothing wrong with eating those, but we want to make sure we're serving them alongside a protein and a produce. That way our body is getting the nutrients that we need. And that way we are filling up on the protein and produce. So by the time we do eat that cookie or we do eat that muffin or donut or whatever, we don't feel the need to eat three donuts because we're already like kind of filled up on that protein and um, the produce that we ate. And the same thing goes for like fall snacks, Um, being mindful of the like carb protein, carb fat type trick that we like tell our, our our little pro tip that we tell our clients. So if we're doing like cookies, maybe we want to put like, again, like a protein along with it. Like I just bought these, like Trader's had these like Jacqueline or like Oreo type cookies or something. And I grabbed them for my son. So like, I would want to serve that to him, like with some sort of higher protein, like item that way he's like filling up on the higher protein item. And maybe he'll be satisfied with just like two to three cookies rather than like half a dozen cookies. So little things like that, just being mindful of like how we're like fitting in those favorite items. So we're not filling up on just that. Yes. I love that. Um, The next question I had were like, what tips do you have for like balancing weight loss with the busyness of fall? So I was trying to think too, um, like in general, what this looks like. And I think that like when I think about what people get busy with is, I don't know, you're a parent, but I don't fully understand, but I have a lot of parents to say like back to school brings a lot of things. I don't know if it's like sporting activities after school stuff, football season, a lot of my clients now have been like going to tailgates and stuff, yeah. I think even like college classes, even for our older clients that like might be going back to grad school festivals, events, like I think all that typically starts back up in the fall, which leaves less time to do all of our healthy habits that do take time. So what's your tip there? Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think um, starting like with beginning of school year for parents, and then we kind of go into all of the holidays. So I think right when fall hits, like people start to panic. <laughs> right. Um, I like a few tips, right? For those, like, I think we we talked about like festivals or like the sporting events or your kids, your kids sports for fall or whatever they have going on. So I would have like a few easy meals, like into your rotation. So kind of like that skillet meal that I mentioned from Trader Joe's, it's three ingredients and it takes 15 minutes to make. You can also have like some shelf staple, like meal type items that you can throw together. Uh, For example, one of my favorite like throw togethers for like those like late night soccer nights are just like black bean quesadillas. And that's because... I always have cheese. A lot of people always have cheese on hand. Black beans, like can of black beans can sit in the pantry for like, I don't know, a year. And then I always have frozen tortillas like in my freezer. Um, So that's like a quick meal that you can throw together. You can throw fruit along with it. You can throw a veggie along with it. And you're still like eating a meal, like not worrying about like fast food or anything like that. And it's quick to throw together. Um, Another being... Use your weekends to grocery shop. I hear a lot of clients that are like, I'm just so busy in the week. So I didn't have time to do any grocery shopping. And then I ordered out for like six, seven different meals. Use your weekends to grocery shop or like look into those meal delivery services like Instacart, or I think like Walmart has like a free like meal or free like grocery pickup or something like that now. Um, So do that. And then maybe do some light meal prepping. That doesn't mean spend all of Sunday making meals but maybe like chop up your veggies and wash them that way they're easier to grab or prep a couple of proteins and then I think the last one is lean on convenience foods when you're like really busy until you get into the flow of things I think convenience foods get a bad rap and certainly there are some that we should be mindful of a lot of times like they're high calorie high fat high sodium 
but free portion hummus cups, like those are great. Rotisserie chicken, those are great. Frozen veggies, perfect. And all of those items, they're they're already prepared for you and they're meant to make it easier. So if you like purchase some of those things, that'll be like again, like make a couple of nights a lot easier. Like, you know, a family of four can eat off of a rotisserie chicken for I mean, that could be two different meals. But yeah, I would say yeah, I think those would be my tips. <laughs> yeah, no, I think those are all really good. The last one reminded me, I have a client right now and um, she started out and she cracked me up. She was saying that um, she has a long commute to work. So it's definitely like a challenge. Like I think it's like an hour. And so it's a challenge for her to like try to walk and exercise and cook and all stuff like that. And so she does live by herself. So, um, you know, I told her maybe like, I mean, she could try to make one thing and eat it all week or else, or just like do some more convenience items. And so she stocked up on a lot of like frozen foods, like frozen chicken breasts, some like healthy choice meals. And she's adding like an apple to it. And she's like, I just feel like kind of ridiculous as like, you know, eating like a TV dinner at like <laughs> 29, but it gets the job done. I'm like, yes, it gets the job done. And she's already down like three pounds because it's given her yeah. more time to exercise. So I don't know why along the way all those got a bad rap, but I'm always trying to push more of those convenience items. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, like your mention of like ground meat earlier, like find like one thing that you can make numerous meals from, like you buy two pounds of ground beef and then now you have lettuce wraps, hamburgers, and I don't know, meatballs. And right. You just have one protein that you're buying. And yeah. Um, what about when the scale starts to go up? So I think this can like also creep people or like Maybe people are doing pretty good, like September, October, but then like maybe by the end of October and then like into Thanksgiving time, um, they get freaked out when the scale goes up. How can people keep from giving up? Because it might be inevitable that you'll have a little bit of water retention from all the high sodium foods, high carbohydrate foods. Um, But how can they stay on track despite seeing that uh, spike on the scale? Yeah, I think what you mentioned about like a slight increase being inevitable is good to mention like it is normal for a body to fluctuate like two to five pounds like at any given week or whatever and that doesn't necessarily mean we are falling off track mm-hmm. um but I would say that if you're consistently seeing the scale like creep up like week one week two week three and it's just it's still creeping up if you had been working with the coach and you saw the scale go down or you've been doing good at maintaining the weight the weight and now it's not, then you're probably you're eating more calories. And I would say that your protein and produce are probably slipping as well. So I would do um I would do like a couple of things. I would take a step back and then start tracking again, see where you're falling with your protein, see where you're falling with your produce, falling with your calories, and then make adjustments from there. Maybe you discover like instead of grabbing your normal coffee on the way to work, now you're doing a pumpkin spice latte four days a week. Well, that might be what's pushing your calories like way over. So from there, like figure out how to tweak that. Does that mean maybe we only get a pumpkin spice latte one day a week and then we're able to fall back on track? I think it's important to remember that at a certain point with weight loss, it is sometimes a mental game and you do have to truly remind yourself that even like a couple of days or even a week of imperfection doesn't have to derail you. It will if you let it, but it doesn't have to derail you. So again, I would take a step back, be kind to yourself, prioritize protein, prioritize produce, get your steps in, and you'll be back on track quickly. Great. I love it. Yeah. There's one thing I think we recorded a similar episode last year with Catherine and she said one thing I use all the time, which is like, it is just a holiday. Like we don't like, it is not a Halloween week and it's even just <laughs> most of the time, like one meal out of the day too. Like I know sometimes yeah. like it can be extra things, but yeah. Thanksgiving is like one meal typically, like Christmas is one meal. Halloween is like one, one evening. It's not like the whole week and one evening out of the course of the whole month is really not that, you know, it's not enough to derail everything. So try to like, just get back yeah. on track the next time. Yeah. I think we did talk about this last year and like, yeah, 
if you don't want the food, don't feel like you have to eat the food, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you go at like dinner party or the Thanksgiving or whatever, and you know, there are like eight pies left over, you don't have to take all the pies, like take maybe like a slice and then, you know, you're fine. Right. Um, but I think like, it's important to not feel compelled to eat something just because it's there or everybody else is doing it. Yes. Yes. Um, I've had some people that say they're actually not worried about food. They feel pretty good. They know how to balance their plate, but they are worried about shorter daylight hours, which I think is an interesting problem. So especially with people who maybe are, have developed a really good habit over the summer of walking in the morning, exercise in the morning, it can be like harder when there's just shorter daylight. So what would you give about some advice there that might like cause it to decrease motivation? That's a tough one, especially going with shorter daylight hours and it getting colder. A lot of our clients live up north and it's like mm-hmm. cold. <laughs> right. Um, for clients that are comfortable or again, like weather permitting, I think shifting a morning walk to like an evening nighttime walk and taking advantage of like the cooler temperatures. I think that's a great time to walk. Um, I think that taking a few laps at the grocery store before you start shopping is a great, easy way to get some steps in. And it's already built into your day. Like you're already going to the grocery store to get food. I think that if you work from home, um, I think if you have a lunch break at home, like spending 15, 20 minutes of that lunch break, doing like a quick strength training workout. Again, that's, you're already taking lunch. It's built into your day. You have an hour lunch, spend half of it working out the other half, actually eating your lunch. And another one, I learned recently that the community center in my town actually has a indoor walking track and it's free. So I know that I'm sure not every town has that, but I definitely think a lot of towns have community centers. So I'd probably like get on Google and see if there is like a community rec center in your area. Um, Like I said, the one by my house, it's completely indoors and you're, I don't know their hours of operation, but they're open for quite a while. And you can just walk the indoor track and it's, it's free. Yeah. I forget about that as an option. Cause I mean, I wish malls were still a thing. I feel like I don't know any good malls. <laughs> They're kind of all creepy now, even like the nice ones. So yeah. normally I feel like I grew up like walking around the mall with my grandma for her to get her steps in. Um, but it's nice to be able to walk indoors where like, I think other people too, it like really helps. And I know the Y in Raleigh, they have that really cool, like indoor track that's above the basketball court. If anybody lives over oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. So stuff like that, I think I forget about that as a tip as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think those are mall walking because I saw something online the other day and I was like, oh, walking meetup group at Crabtree Mall. Whatever. Really? I did. Yeah, I saw it. And they do like a couple of laps before the mall opens. And I do remember being younger people going to that. If you have a mall close to you, I feel like now like there just aren't a lot of malls. The closest yeah. mall is five minutes away. But I mean, if you have a mall close to you, then I think that's a great option and it's also free. <laughs> yeah, I forgot because they do open like it's like I don't know when the actual mall closes versus yeah. like just the stores. And so yeah. you can go before all like it gets crazy in there. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. The doors are open before the stores are, which is weird. But yeah. Um, a lot of my clients too have embraced walking pads. Have you seen like I mean, I saw my husband actually just bought one. I still haven't used it. Do any of your clients have that? Not that they've expressed. I've like seen, I, I've, you know, on social media, I've seen a lot of people have them and like to go along with the standing desks. Um, mm-hmm. I've never tried one. I feel like you have to be like somewhat coordinated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm taking grad classes at Meredith. And one of the guys that logged into grad class, we were like 98% confident that he was on a walking pad while logging in the class, which kudos oh. to him. Yeah. Um, 
but I haven't tried that yet. So <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I feel like I've had more clients adopt it, which is great. And a lot of them will do it. Like if they notice they're only at like 8,000 steps at the end of the day, instead of like sitting down and watching TV, they'll just kind of like pull out the walking pack. Cause I think that's the cool thing about it is it's like more lightweight and it can kind of like lean up against yeah. the wall, go under a bed and they'll just like roll it out and walk on it for 20 minutes before they sit down on the couch. So maybe that could be another option for people. Yeah. I noticed in clients that, um, like post COVID with so many people working from home now that a lot of people just aren't moving as much. Like they're not walking to the car. They're not walking to a building. Mm -hmm. They're not walking like, I don't know, up three flights of stairs before they get to their office or whatever. And so I think the walking pad is in a standing desk is a great idea to still get those steps in while you're logging into those meetings or while you're working. Um, well, that's all the questions I have, but I did just want to end to see how your clients are going. And if you could share any success stories or any tips that might help other people, like give us a little insider scoop on like how you may have helped a client in um, the last like month or so. Yeah, I think the most recent, I have a client who's been with me for about a month or so now. And we, you know, we use formulas to calculate deficits. Um, they are also scientifically backed, but they are estimates, of course. So I calculated her deficit. Um, about a week and a half later, she communicated with me like, hey, I am just so hungry. Like, I can't stand it. Um, so we, we changed her deficit a little bit, but we also went through her food diary and we noticed that her protein intake was like half of what uh, we recommend at the Millennial Nutritionist. So we, you know, ma made the deficit a little bit more narrow while also implementing a protein goal. And within a few days, I, you know, I checked on her and I was like, Hey, how are these, how are these new things going out? We've implemented them and she is feeling so much better. <laughs> so I, I just think it's really cool to like be able to work with somebody and like look through their food journal together and be like, actually, like, I think this is what we can identify that will fix the issue. And then it actually working, which is awesome. <laughs> I know. I know. Cause I don't know about you because sometimes I'll be like, I know I'm supposed to say protein, but I still get so surprised and I'm like, oh, wow, that did actually work. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, yeah, well, it works like it's, it's supposed to. It's, yeah. And sometimes it's finagling, right? Like, I mean, yeah. that, that, like protein is a little bit more obvious of one, but sometimes what works for one client does not work for another client. And so it does take a little bit of tweaking, but for her, it was much more straightforward, which was nice. Yeah. I love that. Cause I feel like if, she had potentially worked with somebody else who doesn't understand nutrition or just was part of some like app-based program or something like that. It might've just said like, try harder or suck it up or hunger is normal. Uh, I love that you said that. Yeah, no, I think so too. And I think a lot of those online programs don't even have the support of like an actual like person, like one-on-one -on -one support. So then if they're just giving you the deficit and there's nobody to talk to, maybe she would think like, oh, I am supposed to be hungry to lose weight. Like I just mm -hmm. need to sign up or feeling poorly about herself because she's so hungry. But she, because she was able to talk to like an actual person who like is educated and trained, like to give this advice, we were able to determine like, nope, you shouldn't be starving while losing weight. Like we need to fix something. Um, so I think that made her feel really good. Awesome. Awesome. And Hannah is open to work with clients. So if anybody wants some help, I really encourage people to sign up for the fall. I know people um, don't always want to work on this, but I think it's empowering. And if you can lose weight now, it'll be so much easier come January because people tend to gain their most weight now. So if you can go ahead and get on top of it, or even just like maintain during this time, that can really yeah. help you out. But thank you so much for joining us today, Hannah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me.
Thank you so much for listening to the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. For daily weight loss tips and nutrition information, you can find us on Instagram at the.millennial.nutritionist and on TikTok at millennial.nutritionist. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend who needs encouragement on their health journey. See you in the next episode.